Welcome to McChesney Unchained, a new show on the DNVR Podcast Network. Before we jump into it, we want you to know that this is a little different than our other shows. Matt McChesney is going to give you an uncensored take on what's going on in the football world, and if you have kids around, you may want to listen to this at another time. McChesney's opinions do not represent those of DNBR, but they are real, and they come from a CU legend who spent six years battling in the NFL trenches. Now, sit back and enjoy the show. Seventy-seven to McChesney Unchained. I'm your host, Matt McChesney, coming to you from Six Zero Studios at Six Zero Football Academy. Brought to you by our good friends at ROI. Make sure you check out everything ROI does, from training to nutrition, uh, on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, check out both their pages at ROI, uh, and and you can figure out what Shane and Nicole do and, and how they do it, and they can really help you out in both training and nutrition. They have all the nutrition here for the Dungeon Family over at Six Zero Football Academy. This is episode 77, and uh, this is one of my favorite shows every year. We get to talk about Madden and the new game, uh, and you know, I, I'm a diehard. I love playing the game every year, and it just keeps getting better and better and better. And one of my best friends, one of my brothers from another mother, a guy that I played against uh, in, in college and then played with in the NFL, uh, Clint Oldenburg is the, what, what are you, the, the lead designer for Madden and then a ratings adjuster, right? And then on top of being one just devilishly handsome son of a bitch, let me tell you, uh, it's an honor to have you on the show, Clint. Tell everybody hello and what you do and how you do it, and uh, let's start talking about this shit. Yeah, uh, thanks for having me on, Ches. You still look like a meathead. That's cool. That's cool and everything. Uh, but uh, I'm the uh, producer for the Madden NFL gameplay team. <laughs> I've been on the Madden team for eight years now and uh, really excited to have a, another version of Madden, Madden 21 coming out in August, August 28th to be exact. Now, a lot of people see on your Twitter page and you can follow Clint at Clint Oldenburg. That's O-L-D-E-N-B-U-R-G and it's all things Madden. So you definitely want to follow him. Clint, on your page, it says ratings adjuster and that I'm just going to get this out of the way right away. Okay, before we start talking about anything else, because this is the number one question I got over DMs on Twitter. And remember, you can follow us at Six Zero Academy or at DNVR Unchained, uh, and you can get us all your questions and, and comments there. But I got why, how do you make ratings? How do you decide who's who and what's what? And then the last question that I would have is I was only on this game once, I was on it in 06, and I was rated like a 66. And I got beef with that. <laughs> and then when's the last time you were on the game and what was your rating? And is, is that why you don't give guys good ratings? Cause you're so mad about your rating. Cause I'd be pissed. <laughs> Man. That's like four questions there. Uh, yeah, you're right. I'll, I'll answer the second part first about your rating and my rating. So um, you actually beat me with your yeah. higher rating. If you were a 66, uh, I was last on Madden 12 and I was a 64 overall. Um, so, you know, not great, but uh, 
64 is like a good rating these days. Yeah, so our scale has changed over the years. And, that, and that's where we're going to circle back to your original question is how we do the ratings. And it changes um, as the game evolves because our number one priority is making the game play the way that we want it to play. And the ratings play a very significant role in how the game plays because we need certain players to do certain things uh, that people expect based on what they see on Sundays. In terms of how we lock those ratings in, it's a lot of study. We're, we're basically just like scouts, you know, advanced scouts in the NFL. We watch a lot of tape. Uh, we watch games on Sunday. Uh, there's about eight, eight or nine of us on the ratings adjuster team. And we, we take everything under consideration, right? If we put a rating out and a player uh, says, you know, I have, I have an issue with this rating, as long as you give us some good evidence as to why you have an issue with the rating, we'll review it. We'll go back and look at tape and we can update it with our post-launch updates. But we're just, we're just scouts. And what we're doing is scouting towards a rating to make the gameplay we needed to play. Man, that's the like really the best explanation I've heard in a long time. I really don't have any way to hate on that. That's exactly why you're doing what you're doing. Um, and that actually makes a ton of sense. If you look at it like you guys are just at bad scouts. And the thing that I love about this, Clint, is every time I hear somebody bitch about their Madden rating, and I know you're going to go this year. Last year you went out to the Raiders camp. I saw you on Hard Knocks talking with them, with those guys about their ratings and whatnot. I don't know if you're going out to L.A. this year, if you can travel with COVID. I'm sure you'll do some Zoom stuff if you don't go. But talking to the ex-players, they have to have a little bit more respect for the fact that you actually wore the uniform and played in the league and were a draft pick and you know what you're talking about. They've got to have more respect for that than just some dude, Mountain Dew, that's in his mom's basement just typing on a computer, right? Well, if they, if they find out, um, you know, I certainly don't lead with that, but if, if they want to start talking football and then, you know, we, we get down in the nitty gritty of what's going on, they'll figure out pretty quick that myself and, and the other guys and gals that are on the ratings adjuster team know what we're talking about because the, uh, the primary criteria of being on our team is you got to have a unique passion and knowledge of the game. Uh, if you don't have that, you can't be a ratings adjuster. Uh, but I, I'll just tell you a quick story. Um, I was sitting uh, a couple of years ago, I was at uh, the Colts facility in Indianapolis and I was sitting with their uh, center at the time. I believe it was uh, Samson Satelli. And um, he, yeah, we, were face Miami, good dude. we were doing face scans that day and he wanted to talk about ratings and, and uh, you know, I, I started telling him about his ratings and what we did in our code base for our pass protection schemes in the game. And, uh, you know, he basically cut me off midway. He's like, man, uh, I'm going to go talk to the GM and see if I can get you a contract. I want to play with more guys like you. Um, because he recognized that, that I knew, knew what I was talking about. I could tell him what base protection was supposed to be, what scat protection was supposed to be. I could identify a defense. And, uh, you know, anytime that you can validate what you're doing here to the actual NFL players, you know, they love it. We continue here on the, on talking Madden and we're going to go off what you just talked action three man slide four man slide five oh defensive fronts for coverages one of the thing I love care if the, if the computer beats my ass I need to know why they're beating me I think the plan on rookie is pretty weak um the fact that you're behind the curtain elaborate a little bit on some of the new stuff that we might see out of the offensive line, defensive line, especially the pass rush. That's like a hanging curveball for me here. 
uh, for what we got teed up in gameplay for Madden 21. We overhauled our pass rush system, and you now can do pass rush moves on the right stick, and you can pick the exact move that you want to do, which is an upgrade from what we've had previously where you just hit one of two buttons. You could do a finesse move or a power move. Now you can rotate the stick for a spin move. You could do a rip or a club with the stick right or left. You could do a bull rush or a speed rush. And uh, with these mechanics, you can also branch from move to move. So if you want to branch from the spin move into a club move, you just move the stick and you seamlessly transition into the next animation so you can chain moves together. Uh, so that brings more control. And, uh, and then on the offensive side of the ball, uh, we developed this, uh, what we call blocker memory system. And the blockers you go up against as a pass rusher uh, will start to remember that the, the side that each specific rusher is beating them to and they'll start to build up a resistance. So if you're controlling Von Miller over on the right edge and you keep beating the right tackle around the right edge, he's going to start adjusting how he blocks to the right edge, and he's going to force you to start doing counter moves back to the inside as it gets harder to beat him around the right edge. So there's some strategy there and uh, more layers of depth in that pass rush battle on the trenches. And then offensive line-wise, uh, is there more communication in the offensive line? Because I know you can adjust your protection, but usually it's just used like to block tight or block wide. Or do you see them more front adjustments and things like that? I know that's in depth, but guys like you and I who just are football junkies and understand it, that's really the next step for me in the game is when I can walk up and make a four-man protection and where the squeeze gap is and all that crazy shit that only you and I know, I think that would be really cool. Do you ever foresee it getting to that point? We make a, we make a lot of adjustments under the hood automatically that the user doesn't have to do. Uh, what we offer for pre-snap pre, uh, adjustments and protection, you can slide your line right or left. Um, you can uh, max protect by bringing all your backs and tight ends into the protection. And then a couple of years ago, we added an ID the mic feature, which allows you to specifically pick out a defender that you know that you want to block. And uh, ID the mic for us, our, our base protection rules are our base protection four down in the mic. So basically, you're just choosing who, who that fifth defender is, who you want the O-line to account for with that mechanic. Um, in terms of other adjustments, the hard part about video games is, um, you know, one, you, you have to teach your players how pass protection works if you, want to, if you expect them to use, you know, checks and, and line calls like squeezes and hard calls and gaps and things like that. That's always a big hurdle. So that's why yeah, a lot of that's done automatically. And then uh, the second thing is, is our protection actually has to account for more defensive fronts than any real-life protection because, as you, as you know very well, you know, you could come out and gun spread with a five-man line and the defense is out in 6-2 goal line. And we have to, you know, we have to account for that. Even though you would never get that in real life, we allow players to call whatever they want in our game. So our protection has to be a little bit more fluid uh, than it is in real life. All right. Well, I'll tell you one thing, brother. You're definitely answering all, all these questions that I have. That's the damn sure. Um, this year's game, what, one thing I loved about last year's game is how I don't know. Some people think it's cheap, but I like the athletic quarterback. I dig the guy where you make it 11 on 11 rather than the statue. I, I dig the Tom Brady's. I like the fact that you can really carve somebody up with an accurate passer. But the fact that you can go get Cam Newton, Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, who dons the cover this year, won the MVP last year, and you can actually evade and really throw on the run and just 
I mean, I can only imagine what this year's game is going to be in that regard. Talk about the running quarterback, because I know so many people love that aspect of the game, making it 11-on-11 offensively. And then how do you how do you make Mahomes and Lamar Jackson realistic on a video game? So the, the first part of you're not alone. Most of our players really enjoy playing with scrambling quarterbacks. It's really fun to run around with them. And what makes our job a little bit more difficult is we have to, you know, make a balanced and even game. So we have to figure out intelligent ways to counter that and take it away if a defense wants to. And uh, that's still really hard to do in Madden 21. It's going to be really hard to take away Lamar and Mahomes. But what we did add this year is this concept of out of position ball carrier. Uh, Madden 20 was a little bit of a gadget play year where you ran a lot of jet sweeps and you ran with your quarterback a lot especially out of, you know, Cam Newton when he was with the Panthers, gun-heavy Panther. And uh, that was that became the I meta like, for a while. Last year, we when I was playing the game, you could just dip and dive, duck everything with the quarterback and just make people look stupid. And, you know, I put like 2,500 yards rushing in my franchise with Cam Newton. So I can only imagine how this year a game is going to be. Yeah, yeah. So we added uh, to, to help counter that stuff. Again, the, the running quarterbacks are still going to be really fun to play with, especially our cover athlete, Lamar. Uh, we, we did that out of position concept for ball carriers. If you're not a, a running back by trade, your stamina in the game is going to degrade much faster when you're being used repeatedly as a, as a primary ball carrier, like you're describing. And if you put yourself in harm's way and take a lot of big hits, um, your effectiveness is going to go down because your stamina and fatigue is going to start dropping much quicker. Um, and so that's one way to balance. Then we still have our, our legacy mechanics that we improve every year, like quarterback contain, quarterback spy, um, zone crash, spy crash, all those things that we put in to help contain a scrambling quarterback. Okay, so I got a couple questions for you from the DNVR uh, family, from the McChesney on Change family. A lot of guys have reached out on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, and these were, these were some of the top questions that we got, all right? <clears throat> As a former offensive lineman, all right, do you get frustrated talking about scheme execution when you're trying to make a video game? Do you find yourself getting in arguments inside of the room with people? Do you have to dumb it down? Um, a little bit of both. I, I, I think dumb it down is probably the wrong term. I think what, what it is that we have to do that makes our job a great challenge is we have to take very complex football concepts and ideas and we got to break them down in a way that can be written into code. And a lot of our software engineers, uh, while they have some understanding of football, I don't expect them to have the, under, the level of understanding that I, I would have or you would have of football. And that's where des good design writing for video game development comes in. You, you have to act as a coach or a teacher and break down something like a two-jet protection or a slide protection in a way that anyone can understand it and implement it into the code base. All right, cool. Two, I know you can't really elaborate on this, but in your opinion, do you think virtual reality will step into Madden ever and use the headset and hands? And I think that could be really cool. I think there's opportunities for it in some aspects, like in terms of training and uh, practice type of stuff. But the biggest challenge, not just for us, but with any sports game is, you know, you're going to break your mom's lamp, you know, because you're running around with a headset on, you can't see. <laughs> Um, you're going to run into walls. Uh, 
virtual reality is a really cool thing for any type of game where you can stay seated, like a, like a flying game or a racing game works great. But if you have to run around and get hit and, and stuff, um, it kind of breaks down pretty quickly. So those are some challenges that not just us, but all gaming companies right. have to solve if VR is going to be a reality for sports gaming. Touche, sir. All right, next, the 99 Club. Who's in it? And how the hell do you become a 99er? Because those are some ballers. Yeah, great question. So our 99 Club this year for launch uh, consists of five players. Aaron Donald, obviously, game wrecker. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, uh, obviously. Colorado's favorite son, uh, one of my favorite Colorado players. Just uh, explosive player, dual threat. Uh, Michael Thomas for the Saints wide receiver. Patrick Mahomes, obviously, the uh, half a billion dollar quarterback. And then Stephon Gilmore from the okay. Patriots. And uh, what really sets our 99 club apart from everyone else is not only are they dominant and can take over a game, but uh, they do it consistently and they do it against top-notch competition. DeAndre Hopkins isn't a 99. He's just outside. He's a 98. Oh, that is that's so stupid. Just make the guy a 99 for God's sake. He'll be a 99 by opening day. Got a, got a show. Okay, well, I can take that. <clears throat> All right. It's one point. Got to show it on film. Holy shit. Here that's we the, go. Now, this is why I love point. you, man, because we can argue about anything. That's the biggest point that's in a, the game. That's that's okay, good point. good point. That is the biggest point in the game. Okay. Yeah, okay. that jump from 98. Hey, whenever you get a buff and a ram. Okay, okay. Whenever you get a buff and a ram on, we're going to disagree about something eventually. All right, last two questions I got here for you, okay? Do you remember back in the day on the old school Madden's on, I think it was on either the first or the second PlayStation where you could get like, you go to the Bears and you could go through and be the 85 Bears, the 64 Bears or whatever. You go and play with like an old school Browns team. You could go play with uh, like the, the 98 Broncos or some shit. Do you ever foresee them going back to something like that? Because I used to love that part of the game. Uh, it's, it's really difficult because back in the day, those were, those were days before likeness and licensing were a, were a thing, a big thing. And now, um, in order to get legendary players on the game, you have to negotiate with them individually and come to an agreement and, and get them in the game. And, uh, it's really hard to find all the players and it's really hard, you know, especially players who have passed away. Uh, it's very difficult. Uh, to get agreements um, to get their likeness in the game. So what we have in game right now is ultimate team. And we have a, you know, a bunch of legendary players in there uh, that are celebrated in all kinds of different ways, but having entire full teams of legendary players is, is pretty difficult uh, because there's not a single licensing agreement where you get them all with one, with one deal. Maybe I just need to go buy some of the old games and just play them. All right, last question for you. Do you believe in the Madden curse? Uh, yes and no. I mean, um, you know this, and I know this. You and I were both guys that had a number of uh, injuries in our career, right? So in a professional sport where by the end of the season, 80% of the players are injured in some form or fashion, I think it's a pretty safe bet that the guy on the cover has a, has a good chance of getting injured. But um, 
just recently, if you look back, you know, Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady were on our cover, and I don't think that they had anything uh, real bad happen to them. Touche, sir. Uh, <clears throat> do you remember when Peyton Hillis was on the cover? Yeah, that was, that was the last time we did a fan vote. He won the fan vote. That's how he got on the cover? Yeah, we had a 32-player uh, bracket online, and, and he won. The Cleveland Brown fans showed up for their man. Wow, okay. Well, then I, to I feel totally different about it, but some stupid-ass fan voted him in. So, never mind. I, I had beef with Madden forever for that. <clears throat> and now I just have beef with Browns fans, and they're <laughs> dumb as hell anyway, so – not surprising. You show up for uh, for a vote, but you can't show up to support your football team. All right, so <laughs> a couple of questions for, before we get you out of here. Clint Oldenburg joins us here on episode 77 of McChesney Unchained, brought to you by our friends at ROI, the Madden edition. Uh, we've talked about Madden from the, the jump, and uh, I'm pretty excited for the new game. When does it come out, Clint? And uh, when are you going to take an L to your boy? The worldwide launch is August 28th. And um, you can you can take as many L's as you want after that. Well, I mean, you ran for me for a whole year, so what's up? You you gonna take this L like a man? Yeah, yeah. Anytime. I'm too busy. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to play. Um, <clears throat> okay, couple of quick questions here. The six zero quick step. Uh, Clint Oldenburg, who's our guest here. Uh, five quick questions. Number one, you're a huge baseball fan. I know that about you. I, I you love that baseball game they make, the, the show. You kicked my ass in that about 150 times. Um, do you think they're going to be able to play the whole season? And from, if you're a Miami Marlin fan, can somebody tell them to stay out of the strip club? <laughs> you're worse, not mine. Um, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to make it through the season. I certainly love having baseball back, but I know that uh, player safety and, and their families is more important. So uh, hopefully the commissioner of baseball can get that figured out and make sure to keep everyone safe because, uh, you know, worst case scenario, you, you lose players and, uh, and ruin future seasons. So um, as long as everyone stays safe, that's all I care about, uh, you know, at the end of the day. Fair. All right, number two, are you going to watch Roy Jones Jr. get killed by Mike Tyson? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that – I'll watch it. It's interesting they call it an exhibition, though, because um, there's no other sport on earth where Tyson's an exhibition is not a real <laughs> – it's not a thing. Like, getting punched in the head is not an exhibition. <laughs> I just – I keep seeing, like, the exhibition in the Rocky movie with Apollo and the big Russian – yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that, was, that was an exhibition. And, and I'm just saying, Roy Jones Jr., if he dies, he dies. Because <laughs> Mike Tyson does not know how to go half speed. And from what I can see on Instagram and Twitter, Mike Tyson looks like he can throw them bones still. So <sighs> I have a question for you. If someone paid you oh, five, yeah? Shit. someone if someone paid you five grand to take an uppercut to the chin from Mike Tyson, would you do it? Fuck no, absolutely <laughs> not. Five grand? No, five fucking grand. Absolutely not. Not a shot in hell. I would take five grand for five million bucks. I'd take a shot to the chin. 
shit, but I'm not going to like line up for 5G's and be like, hey, Mike, knock me out so I can go fucking pay off some credit card debt. I don't think so. I'm, nah, five grand, shit. Uh, number three, did Jamal Adams win out going to the Seahawks or did the Jets win out getting two first and a third? Because I'm salty about this, man. I, I, I'm actually a Jet fan. I want my Jets to win, and I'm mad as shit that he's gone. I can see why you'd say that. Jamal Adams is a special player. Uh, but I, you know, rare case, I think both, both teams won that, won that trade, right? Because the Jets, um, as much as you love them, you know, they weren't going to compete for a Super Bowl this year or next year. Uh, but with That's those extra, tough. you know, with those extra first round picks, that gives them some capital to either take some more players or trade up and get, get a real special guy. I think that's good for the Jets. For the Seahawks, um, you know, they filled Cam Chancellor's role, and Jamal Adams fills that role very well. He's the same type of player Cam Chancellor was. Um, so that's a big get for Seattle. And I think at the end of the day, Seattle is very rarely up in like the top 10, 15 picks of the draft. So while it looks like they gave up two first rounders, you're really talking about two late first rounders, something that they can probably make up in the long run. So, you know. The Jets could be looking at three first round picks. Maybe, maybe they can package those and actually get the first pick if they don't end up with it anyway. Yeah. Or, and then fourth, last question. Sorry. Elaborate. I apologize. Go. I'm sorry. I didn't catch the question. I didn't ask it yet. I think we both got cut off. You ready? I'm ready. All right. Cool. <laughs> NFL camps are opening. Okay. Um, guys are opting out. How are you going to handle that on the game? Is there going to be dudes getting COVID on Madden? I mean, if you get COVID, are they out for two weeks? How are you going to handle that shit this year? Um, we're still figuring that out, but likely they'll just be, you know, in our weekly roster updates, they'll likely just show up on our injury report. And in most of our modes, uh, we give players options to manage that however they want. So if you start a new franchise, you have the option to either use the realistic injuries or you can clear them. Uh, when you play online head to head, even though a guy shows up on the injury report, you could sub him in via the depth chart if you want, because we don't want to block people from playing with their favorite players. Um, but COVID definitely is not going to be reflected in any way in Madden. Uh, our stance is there's, there's, a million, there's a million different ways for all of us to be reminded of the situation that we're all in right now. And video games is one of the few places where you can go find an escape. And uh, we don't want to bring that into that space, um, you know, unless we absolutely have to, which I don't see happening. So uh, there's not going to be any type of COVID things going on inside the video game. Do you feel like they're going to be able to play a full season? Because I do. Talking to all the guys I work with here at Six Zero, and they're all in camp now. They don't see there's any way, any way, shape, or form that they stop playing this year once they start. It's the NFL, so I would be shocked if Money they didn't stop bad. playing. But again, you know, player safety is most important. I think, you know, at the end of the day. What what would take what would really rattle that is if a big time player got sick, um, you know, like Tom Brady, someone like that. If he if he went down with COVID and was out a good number of weeks and really got seriously impacted, there'd be some questions asked, or or even worse, you know, you hate to think of it, but if if somebody was near death or or even passed away from COVID, um, some serious questions there. But know, knowing the NFL, I think that they. They believe they're going to play, I, I, and I have confidence that they're going to do it the right way. So, I, you know, like I said with baseball, as long as everyone's safe and taken care of and following the protocols, 
then uh, let's get it done. Thank you so much, Clint, for coming on the show. Episode 77 of McChesney Unchained, the Madden edition. Kicked ass once again. Uh, hell of a show, bro. You answered a ton of questions. I know people are going to uh, get a lot of information out of this. I can't wait to play you. I can't wait till the 28th or whenever you send me that code so I can log in and whip that ass. Um, remember to follow Clint at Clint Oldenburg. That's C-L-I-N-T-O-L-D-E-N-B-U-R-G on Twitter. And you can get all the ratings updates and everything Madden uh, that's going on. He, he's really good about posting about it. Uh, Clint, thank you so much for coming on the show, bro. And uh, last thing I'm going to say is CU and CSU are not going to play this year. And it really pisses me off because I wanted nothing more than to go to Fort Collins and take over your stadium and just show you guys how to pack a whole stadium because you got that nice new building up there that no one goes to. And I, I'm really pissed off about not playing. And, <laughs> and uh, I, they're not going to play for like five or six years after this. Do you really think it's going to be a rivalry six years from now? Because I think people are going to forget about it pretty quick. I know you and I are always going to hate each other this time of year, but I, I think they should be playing every year. And how, how is it that we can play a Pac-12 schedule, but we can't drive? Drive up I-25 and play a fucking high, a college football game. How? How is that possible? Non, Non-conference, man. It's just not as important. But I, I do believe it will still be a rivalry because, you know, at the end of the day, what makes it a rivalry is the players. And the a lot of the players that go to CSU are players that think that they got slighted by CU in a lot of cases. And that's going to just drive the rivalry by itself. Uh, and then not to mention, yeah, you know – any anybody anybody at CSU uh, does not like CU. It's just in our blood. So rivalry will remain intact. Well, I'll tell you this: if you want to go be a veterinarian or something, wear one of those big gloves and stick your hand up an ass. Go to CSU. They'll definitely teach you how to do that shit. Or I'm Matt want, McChesney. That was or if you want to make video games. <laughs> Or if you want to make video touche. Uh, but all, you have to get drafted and like be a really good player and all that shit, too. Uh, episode 77 is a wrap. I am Matt McChesney. That was Clint Oldenburg, Maddings, writing to Justin and producer. Uh, Clint, thank you so much for coming on the show, bro. Love you. Take it easy down there. Be careful down there in Florida. Stay safe. All the best to you and your family. Adios. All right. Thanks, man.